Welcome to the Sacred Birthing and Beyond podcast. This is a space for you to remember who you truly are. Throughout your pregnancy, birth and your journey into motherhood, this podcast will support you to tap into your inner knowing, your inner guidance and begin trusting yourself more than ever before. This is where we have deep, wise and soulful conversations with myself and other mummers about their sacred pregnancy, their sacred birthing experiences and the rite of passage into motherhood. We keep it real, raw and inspiring to elevate your own spiritual path and help you to embody your intuition and your feminine power throughout your pregnancy, birth and beyond. And I'm so excited you are here. Welcome everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. The sun is shining. My kids are asleep. I have a few moments to be here with you and to record this episode, which I've been really excited to record. It's very simple, but very profound. So let's dive straight in. And today's topic is how to create sacred self-care moments in motherhood. Now, this has come about because almost every client I speak with, and I can certainly relate in my own life as well, where the concept of time can be a struggle for many. And, you know, life certainly doesn't slow down unless we slow it down ourselves. And when we consider the idea of taking time out for ourselves, we can often be flooded with guilt, feeling like we should be doing other things or spending more time with our kids or getting all the lists done around the house and all these things to do, you know, but what it really comes down to when we want to embody a sacred relationship with ourselves and with our life and especially in motherhood as well is that we need to prioritize ourselves, really. That's what it comes down to. We have to prioritize our time, ourselves, our relationship with self. And we can only do that to our greatest ability when we create or find time for our sacred self-care practices and find those special moments throughout our motherhood journey where we can connect with ourselves deeper rather than using the excuse that we have no time. So for me, you know, I'm a firm believer that we create or find time. It's not that we are gifted time or that some have more time than others. And certainly our lives can look different to others. Absolutely. But the key here is when we shift our perception of time, we really allow ourselves to create and find more time because we're taking radical self-responsibility for the way in which we live our life, the way in which we fill our time, the things that we choose to do, and the way in which we choose to think and feel on the daily about certain situations or just about life in general. So Today, I just feel like this is such a really powerful and simple but yet profound topic to speak of because we all know that it's so important to look after our relationship with ourself, yet 
like I said, we can so often put all the lists and the things for other people first. And then the resentment can kick in, the resentment to our partner for not having enough time or for us having to do all the things. We can then start to feel resentment towards our children for, again, not having enough time or having to do too many things for them. And that then becomes a bit of a spiral, you know, of feeling like we are out of control, feeling like we are hard done by, the stress increases, the anxiety increases. Yeah, and it's a bit of a a vicious cycle once we get caught in that loop. So today I really want to encourage you to look at your life from a different lens. Look at time, the concept of time from a different lens as we go through my top three tips today on how to create sacred self-care moments in motherhood and really consider, you know, these are only three tips. There's so many other ways in which you can create these moments for yourself in your life and during your motherhood journey while your kids are around you. You know, looking at how can I put myself first? How can I give myself what I need? How can I spend more time with myself? And this doesn't have to be big pockets of time. This can be micro moments. And I absolutely love looking at life in this way where micro moments are so powerful and so important to acknowledge that we have the ability to find these micro moments throughout the day. But it's up to us to, first of all, recognize this is what we want and need and also value ourselves high enough to actually put this into place. You know, I think so many people put, and especially as mothers, we we put such a high value on being there for our children and providing them with what they need and want. And I, there's so much to this, right? You know, there's... <clears throat> we're conditioned almost in a way to be that good mother, to do everything the right way. You know, there's a wrong way and a right way, which there's certainly not, but the conditioning really does push us in that direction where we feel like there is a right and a wrong way to do things. And when we're constantly striving to keep our children happy and meeting the needs of everyone else around us, we are pushed into exhaustion. We we drown in so many of those moments and then that vicious cycle continues, as I said. So it really is up to us to recognise, is my relationship with myself how I want it to be? Do I spend enough time just being with myself, connecting with my intuition, really tuning into my desires, my wants and my needs? How often do you do that? How often do you spend time really considering what it is that you desire and what it is that you want? What is your soul asking for? What does your soul desire? What does your heart desire? 
So today I'd really encourage you to just reflect on this while I'm speaking throughout the podcast episode, but also afterwards you might like to write a few notes down and reflect on your own life as to how do you create sacred self-care moments now in motherhood or do you not at all? And what can you do from today to start embodying more of a deeper relationship with yourself, one in which will provide so much more energy and vitality and peace to your own life, to your mind, to your relationship with your family. You know, it's such a beautiful, uh, what's the word, flow-on effect, really. Once you do this, how it impacts your children, you know, how it impacts your relationship with your partner but ultimately how it impacts the relationship you have with yourself and the way in which you view yourself and love yourself and care for yourself and nourish yourself. It is so important. So I'm really excited to speak to these points today. And as I said, simple, but so powerful. And often it's just a really beautiful reminder of what we already know and that permission to put it into place. So the first one I have written down here is put the phone down. (laughs) And this is, you know, I'm often taking my own advice here because I can find that I mindlessly scroll through the socials, mindlessly scroll through whatever seems to pop up on my phone. And I notice that I do this when the kids might be out playing by themselves. So finally, there's some independent play going on. And I notice often I just run to my phone and it's like this, it's almost like this opportunity that I take because throughout the day, I don't get that opportunity when they don't allow me on my phone. So it's like, okay, I have this time and space now. What am I going to do with it? And I run to my phone and I'm mindlessly scrolling. And the key is really to become so self-aware of our behavior, what we're doing, what we're thinking in all the moments. And this is something that I don't do unconsciously because like I'm speaking to you about it now, I do it very consciously, but as I'm scrolling, sure, it's a very mindless scroll. It's a bit of a mind numbing sort of uh, a few moments there, but I'm very aware of also what I'm doing. So this is something I've been working on a lot over the last few weeks, and I've noticed such a shift in my energy just purely by doing this. And it's something I speak to many of my clients about because I find just in the way that we are in society at the moment, all the opportunities and things we have available to us on our phones these days, there's so much attention to the phone and to social media and to what we can access on there. So it's very easy to just go to that straight away. And I notice it with my husband as well. He gets a moment free and he's straight on his, he doesn't have social media, but he's straight on YouTube watching videos. 
And, you know, I catch him and I'm like, you've just told me how tired you are. And here you are flicking through YouTube, watching all of these videos very quick. You know, he's just flicking through a little bit of this, little bit of this. And I'm like, that is so much for your brain to take in. There's so much information for your brain to take in in such a short amount of time. So it depletes our energy, depletes our body. Okay, so put the phone down in those moments where you recognize that you are just mindlessly scrolling and it's actually not important to be on your phone. But the key is, like I said, first of all, we need to catch ourselves in those moments to recognize in the moment that's what's going on and just to have no judgment there. It's pure curiosity. It's like an awareness you know, just noticing, ah, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is interesting. Why am I doing this? So imagine replacing those moments and it might be twice a day. It might be 10 times a day. Get curious. First of all, how often do you do that? Because I would guarantee for most people, they probably do it a lot more than they realize because I certainly have. And yeah, most women, most of the clients that I speak with, when they start to really become aware of this, it's actually incredible (laughs) how much time they come back to me and say, wow, every day. I've noticed that this is the amount of time I'm spending mindlessly scrolling on the socials or doing whatever on the phone, and yet they feel like they have no time to do a meditation, not even 10-minute meditation. There's no time. Okay, so just become more mindful of your moments and how are you feeling in your time whether it's mindlessly scrolling on social media or whether it's something else, you know, but I guarantee for most of us putting the phone down more regularly will allow you to create and find so much more time in your day. And when we do, we can simply replace that time with deep breathing, you know, connecting with your body and just taking a few deep breaths when you notice that you've picked up that phone when you do not need it place it down and just breathe into your body hand on your heart hand on your chest or your stomach area wherever it feels good and close your eyes and just breathe breathing in allowing that breath to go all the way down your heart space down into your center and breathing it out and do that just for a few moments and imagine how quickly that can shift the way you feel throughout the day. If you were to do that twice a day, three times a day, just imagine how radical your shift in energy could be each day. Just feeling more peaceful, feeling more grounded, feeling more connected, more present. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So that is probably one of the biggest things I've been focusing on, particularly today, is breathing in those moments and not even so much just when I've noticed 
myself being on my phone because that's cut down significantly. But we've had a home morning this morning and the kids have been playing outside in the sun and it's just been beautiful. And being outside, feet on the grass, and as I'm chatting to the kids, I'm just allowing myself to connect inwards at the same time, hand on my heart, hand on my on my stomach area, and just breathing deeply. And often the kids will say, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> and I get them to join in if they want to. You know, the opportunity's there. They don't have to if they don't want to, but the opportunity is there. And sometimes my son and my daughter, they'll just start doing deep breaths around me. And I love that that's what they're exposed to growing up. You know, it's allowing them to connect inwards to their self. How do they feel? Allowing them permission to place their hand on their body and to feel their body. So number two is schedule in dates with yourself. Now, this one I love. And again, there might be some feelings of guilt that come up around this, around, you know, putting time aside for yourself, particularly larger pockets of time. And I understand that. I do. But again, it's just a shift in your perception around time. It's a shift in your relationship with yourself. So if you want to have a deeper, more loving, respectful, nourishing connection with yourself, then these things are really important to just put into place, schedule ahead of time. And any feelings of guilt, any other discomfort or uncomfortable feelings that come up for you, just recognize them. Again, be curious. Ah, it's interesting that I'm feeling this way. And just allow the feelings to be there with no judgment towards yourself. Just know that you and every other woman probably feels the same to some degree. So when you schedule in dates with yourself ahead of time, you're asking your partner to look after the kids or you're asking your babysitter or a family friend and you're saying, right, every fortnight or once a week on a Monday afternoon or whatever it is, for two hours or 30 minutes or one hour, this is my time. I'm going on a date with myself. You might go for a beach walk. You might take yourself out for coffee. You might meditate in your bedroom. Whatever it is, whatever you're craving, just do it. And this is where if you schedule it in ahead of time and make it a priority, then it happens, right? Because how often do we have these really good intentions of doing something and it just doesn't happen because we don't set the time aside. We put everything else as a priority and then at the end of the week we have that resentment again that I didn't have enough time. But did you actually create time? Did you find the time and put that time aside for that? Or were you just hoping that it would all fall into place? So really for me, I schedule it like an appointment. I make it a priority. My husband and I sit down and we work out what's going on for our weeks. I say, what time do you need? What time do I need? What is our plan? What family time do we need? And it's all locked in. And certainly there's some flexibility around that because things do come up and change, but it's just making it a priority, which is ultimately making yourself a priority. 
And number three is meditate before you go to sleep each night. Now, this is such an easy addition to your day. It's one that when I mention it to my clients, they're like, oh, (laughs) how have I not actually thought of this before? I hear it all the time. And for me, it was very much the same, you know, back in those days where I really struggled to find time and a 10 minute meditation was such a struggle. It's like, wow, I'm getting interrupted all the time. I have all these things to do. How can I do that? You know, just before bed, we all have that time. Sometimes you might fall asleep in your meditation. That's okay. You'll go to sleep a lot more relaxed if you start with a meditation. (laughs) Imagine going to bed every night with a more peaceful mind and less stress in your body. You know, feeling your body, depending on what sort of meditation you do, sometimes they're just all about feeling the different parts of your body, which brings that deeper connection. Sometimes the meditation you do is, you know, a visualization. It can be a guided meditation where you're not really aware of your body so much, but you're taken into this beautiful place. Imagine the sleep improvement that you will have. If you go into your sleep feeling so much more relaxed and rested in your mind and in your body compared to if you don't. And not only that, there's so many more benefits to meditation, as we all know, and I'm sure anyone listening to this is fully aware of the benefits of meditation. So it's almost something I don't even really probably need to explain. So just give yourself permission to go to sleep each night feeling more rested, feeling more relaxed and meditate even just for 10 minutes before you switch the lights out, before you put the phone away, before you say goodnight to your partner and allow yourself those precious moments where you can just be with yourself. It might even allow you to process the day, to shift any stuck energy or any energetic connections you've had with other people throughout the day. You might like to do a cord cutting meditation where you're actually cutting your cords to any other people you've been in relationship with that day. How amazing is that to go to sleep more connected to you than others? So these are just three, as I said, they're simple, they're powerful. There's so many others that you could implement and so many more that I do and I also recommend to my clients. And not only that, my clients teach me so much about sacred self-care moments that they have implemented in their own life. So really, I encourage you to just sit with yourself and acknowledge that you can create time, you can find time. And notice where are you giving your time away at the moment? Where are you already implementing self-care moments in motherhood? Is that enough or are you seeking more? What is your relationship like with yourself? Is it something that you want to deepen? How is your connection to your intuition? Is that something that you want to deepen? Because all of these require going inwards They require moments of quiet, listening and trusting yourself, being with you, 
And some of these moments that we create for ourselves can also be around our children where there can be a bucket load of noise going on, which for most of us, that is reality. So put the phone down and just breathe. Put your feet on the grass and just feel your feet on Mother Earth. Feel her energy and her beauty. And scheduling those times, those dates with yourself where you do have no one around, it is just you doing what you love, doing what fills you up. And allow yourself that time to just slow your mind down and to embody a beautiful meditation practice every day that will teach your mind to slow down. All right, beauties, I would love to hear what you embody more of after this. If you have any self-care practices that you absolutely love, I would love for you to share them with me on the socials. So connect with me at biancajanelangstaff.xo. That's on Facebook and on Instagram. And, yeah, is there anything from today that you will start practicing more of? What has really stuck out for you today? I'd love to hear. All right, until next week, my beauties, lots of love. If you enjoyed our conversation today, please consider leaving a podcast review to help this podcast reach more people. I invite you to also like this episode, share it with your family and friends, and be sure to subscribe so you can keep up to date with all future episodes. To follow me on the socials, you will find me on Instagram and Facebook at biancajanelangstaff.xo. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for being here.